Coming to you live from the studios in Mount Prospect, Mark Button and Chris Laporta in the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it. We we had the chance to uh, talk with Nick Kiefer. Uh, he's a Chicago guy um, out in the Burbs, close to where me and Mark are at now. Uh, World Long Drive competitor. Um, I believe he said he started in 2016. Had a really, really awesome year in 2017. Um, and he's been battling some injuries the last year and a half or so, and he's you know, hopefully looking forward to getting back out there and crushing golf balls again this year. Um, Nick has two kids. Um and, you know, just a really, really genuine guy. We, we really enjoy talking with him and hoping that we can get him back on the, the podcast soon. Yeah, so uh, here's uh, Big Dick Nick, uh, long drive extraordinaire. <laughs> I just, I've been finishing all these golf clubs, man. Yeah. I had some guy send me 15 clubs from uh, – he's a photographer for Golf Channel. What is the – what's the business? I just restore putters, wedges, irons. <laughs> so I'll do like uh, – Scotty Cameron's like, you know, the ones from like the earlier 2000s. I get sent a lot and basically just refinish them. And okay. coat them in different colors or different paint fill and stuff like that. Cool. Yeah, it's nice, man. Thank God I have that, man. It's, it's paying my bills as of right now. How long have you been doing? How long have you been doing that for? Uh, honestly, not that long, dude. Um, like four months, maybe. What's What's the business? Give it a shout out, dude. We'll, we'll... <laughs> it's called Eight Four Seven Customs, baby. Yeah. Eight Four Seven Customs. You like that? It's a super original name. Yeah, it works. Is it your <laughs> website or is you just you no? Use, uh, just Instagram? your Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I'm gonna send you my uh, I'm gonna send you my Scotty then to refinish. Let's do it. Yeah. Do you do you uh, do shitty putters too, or just Scotties? What kind of shitty putter <laughs> do you have? Just like a, an Odyssey two ball. Oh no, man! We gotta get you a new putter. <laughs> <laughs> I, you can get me the best putter in the world, and I'd still suck at putting. <laughs> Putting's more of an art, dude. Like, like I don't like. I'm a long drive guy, but. I honestly am not that bad of a putter. The chicks dig the long ball. Dude, I know. Tell me about it. But the people who make the most money are good at putting. That's yeah. true. My, <laughs> my, my issue just lies in my head. That's all. Yeah, that's most of everyone. So yeah. I had, I had a, a lesson today with uh, my guy, TJ, and uh, we did a putting lesson because I can't take full swings yet. Yeah. Completely changed my putting grip. Um not, I don't think I'm gonna be a better putter for it, but <laughs> it seemed to work today. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. usually how it works with lessons. It works right off the bat. Yeah, no, it, it definitely worked today. You Maybe just go today. back to sucking. 
I wasn't in my head and I wasn't putting for anything, right? Like yeah. it's a lot different when when you're on the green and you're putting for to win the hole or whatever it is for. Well, it's also a lot different when you're on a golf course and you're putting. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, I mean, like I've been on enough golf courses and doing these charity golf events and like it's so much different, you know, putting on an actual green, like, like regardless of, of like the turf and everything like that, like the place that I practice at in Highland park, they have probably one of the most realistic chipping turf that I've ever chipped on in my life. I mean, it is, it is like crazy realistic and it's still, it's still different than, you know, normal grass. What's the place in Highland park? It's called the golf practice. Golf practice is that a dome or what is it? Uh, it's uh, it's like a thirteen or fourteen thousand square foot fil- uh, facility. It's basically um, they have m- yeah, basically multiple track mans. They have like a huge chipping area that's probably ten thousand square feet. Um, nice. They have, is that where you're usually hitting that? Yeah, yeah. So that's where my new coach is at. Um, nice. over in that area. So I've been working with okay. him for the past couple months. Nice. Do you, do you feel like uh, I mean? You feel like the swing's better? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my main thing is that I've always been able to swing fast, um, just from like coming from the baseball background stuff. But um, we've been really working the last couple months on actually developing a better golf swing, and it's actually helped quite a lot with just delivering the club properly. And the 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 more that you can sequence your body and have all the energy transfer from the ground into the club head, the faster you're going to be able to swing it without trying to, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure it does. Yeah. I mean, the, the baseball swing works the same way. You got to use the ground force and for sure. you got to, you got to be in sequence. For yeah. Sure. I mean, Mark and I are, Mark and I are traditionally, we are baseball guys our whole lives. Yeah. Yeah. And now, same now thing we're trying with me. to play golf. Yeah. Dude. I mean, it, it like, I'm a, I'm a pretty quick learner, I guess, but, um, I mean, I still have some baseball swing, like you can tell on some parts of my game and stuff, but I mean, it's a good sport to, uh, transfer over cause you basically create the power the same way. So here's a million dollar question. Cause you're a baseball guy. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think a harder sport is baseball or golf? That's tough, man. It is. That's I mean, honestly, I would say golf to be honest. Yeah. And, and, and my reasoning behind that is because nothing is ever the same. Right. So like in baseball, you have the pitcher hitting from the, or, or the pitcher pitching from the same distance. They throw only so many different types of pitches. Um, I think variables in, 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 in golf is kind of where it, it takes the turn for me. Right. Because I, I was a pretty good baseball player. If I would have kept playing and didn't get injured, I I, I probably would have ended up getting drafted somewhere. Um, I was I was I was projected to get drafted in like the top twenty rounds, and then I got hurt. I tore my meniscus in my knee, and then everything kind of went down the shit tubes. Um, but I was a left-handed pitcher. I threw low nineties when I was you know nineteen years old, and um, I can hit the ball well too. So I had everything going for me. And honestly, I don't know. To me, baseball came more natural. Um, than golf, I think. See, I think it's different because if because if you were to ask a golfer that golfed all his life, he would probably say baseball is is harder, right? But yeah, I mean, what do you guys think? I could, I mean, I can make the argument both ways. So for me, for me, it comes down to with golf. 
you just have so much more time in your head and it's an individual sport. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. What, with baseball, you do have that time in your head, but you have other distractions, right? You're going to play defense. You're going back on offense. You're shooting the shit with the guys in the dugout, right? Like you have distractions. Mm-hmm. The only the only thing with baseball that gets me is I feel like it's a sport built around failure, right? Like at least from an offensive standpoint, like you if you're you're a successful traditionally you're a successful hitter if you get if you get if you hit three out of ten balls. It, get on base or you get on base three out of 10 times right mm-hmm. you're a successful player that way so i know to me it's a you know it's just a it's a, it's a million dollar question man I, you can make an argument both ways i don't have a definitive view on it but i'm always curious to guys that that you know are around both sports like what they what they think is harder i think because there's so many different variables in golf like i think that's probably why um I don't know. I mean, like, like again, if like you were to ask like a normal person that's never you know hit somebody through ninety miles an hour, obviously they'd say that's probably one of the hardest things in the world. But for me, I think hitting a golf ball with with the lie, you know, three inches below your feet, and you got wind coming off your right, um, you know, you got people looking at you, you got this, that, this, and that. Like, I think to me that's harder. But I, but I, but I think you are right. I think it is more mental than it is a lot of things. Um, but if we're talking straight skill basis, yeah, I mean, I would think they're pretty equally. Yeah. Because I mean, you can't really have a guy play baseball if he's very unathletic. I don't know, Mark. What do you think? No, I. Someone that's. Uh, I mean, I've played golf and baseball pretty much my whole life. Mm-hmm. Golf is always. For me, golf has always been. You played a- golf your whole life. Fuck you! God damn it! <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yes, Chris, I've been playing golf for a really long time, and I still suck. Anyway, <laughs> golf has always been uh, has always been harder for me. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Baseball just seemed to be more natural to me. Yeah, exactly. I, I I think I could practice every day of golf, and I could probably get down to maybe like. The best I could do is maybe like if I played every day and turn it like I still wouldn't be a very good golfer. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think whereas baseball, I don't know. To me, I could just spend more time on it and actually hone my craft and actually be good at it. I don't know. To me, it always just seemed easier to to get better at baseball but, but the, than golf. I think there's always to that point, Mark. Like we were, when we recorded a couple of weeks ago, you were you were mentioning how you never actually took the time to make yourself a better golfer, right? Like you never took lessons. You never, you never did anything to try to make yourself a better yeah. golfer. I think, you, I think if you did that, you might have a different. That's view true. Of it. I, I've never really done anything for myself in terms of golf. And maybe yeah. I've always taken that as like almost a leisure sport for me instead of something like baseball yeah. where I mean, I have, I've, I've gone to, you know, I've paid money to have lessons. I've gone to pitching coaches. I've done this. I've done that. Yeah. I've done those type of things, whereas golf, it's always just been uh, just teach myself. I mean, that's how I, that's how I learned golf. My my parents were never really golfers. I got my my dad into golf versus my dad getting me into golf. Got it. It was. Well, just I mean, dude, look at Bubba Watson. My friends, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, look at Bubba Watson. He's never had a lesson in his life. So he yeah. says. You know. <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah. You know. But there, I mean, there's dude, always anomalies out there that. You know, if that is true, obviously he's 
you know, he's one in yeah. 10 million that have been able to do something like that and pull it off. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I think, honestly, so Nick, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, man. I just think, honestly, I think, um, like, for, for, like, the golf aspect of it, like, if, like, if you go to a Monday qualifier and you happen to get lucky, I think it's might be a little bit easier to make a living doing it than playing baseball as well. Cause I mean, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, making a living playing professional baseball is really tough. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the hardest things. <laughs> yeah. To do, and, yeah. And then also too, like if we go into that aspect of it, like realistically, there's more levels in, in, in baseball, you make less money. Like if you go out and you win a corn fairy tour, it's like 400 grand. You know what I mean? Like you go out and you play double A and you know single A, you're making forty forty grand a year, if that. Right. right. You're, you're grind grinding for a long time, living with a yeah, host. And yes, and yeah. it's you know, I mean, you get you get paid for the season of baseball, and you don't get paid unless you play. So, yeah. I mean, I think more sure. more endorsement deals and sponsors come with golf as well. Um, but other than that, you know, I I, I mean, I. I definitely agree. I think it does go go both ways for sure. The, so when did you uh, when did you start when did you start playing golf? Was that uh, so? I've kind of golfed a little bit my entire life. Nothing like ever ever okay. serious at all. It was more just driving range and stuff. Um, I yeah. actually got a funny video um, that my dad took when I was like seven or eight, swinging a golf club and hitting golf balls, and my swing looks pretty similar. <laughs> So now, that's wild. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that's good or bad. I mean, it's, uh, just kind of like driving range stuff when I was a kid. Um, I didn't really start start taking it serious till twenty, like beginning of twenty seventeen. Oh wow! Okay. Right okay. So uh, I, w- I would say confidently, I'm 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 probably around a five or six handicap. Um, Damn it! I don't I don't I don't really I don't really keep a handicap to be honest with you. But um, this year, I, I I would like to actually. Um, practice more on the game of golf as well because not only do I think it would be help me in long drive, but it's just it's just a good networking tool. You know what I mean? Sure. It's a good way to meet people. It's a good way to build relationships. And I think if you're, you know, you go golfing with it, you know, a couple guys and you're a, a decent golfer, like people appreciate that, especially when I'm in the sport of long drive. You know? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. What so so 2017 that was. Kind of your first year was that your first year during uh, the competition? World twenty sixteen was uh, I think twenty sixteen I went to like three events. Um, I did I like okay. I really kind of stepped into it like in open water. I had no idea what was going on, like at all. <laughs> and um, I basically just took my baseball swing and uh, was hitting a four degree driver, a long drive head, and um, basically dude, balls. Uh, I ended up qualifying for the world championships in 2016 me and my wife drove all the way to New Hampshire um to do a qualifier wow. and it was actually a pretty fun trip we made like a little week vacation out of it but sure um ended up going to New Hampshire and actually just beating the piss out of everyone that was out of the qualifier <laughs> and uh ended up nice. going to the world championship and uh I think I finished like top 36 in the world something like that out of like 120 guys I think there was so it, it it wasn't horrible, man. And then and then honestly, I just kind of fell in love with it, and I've always been competitive too. So that's uh, that's like yeah. kind of where this whole long drive's kind of filled the void. Is yeah. I want to be competitive, and I you know I 
I kind of quit baseball because I was just, I was over it. You know what I mean? I, I, I played it my entire life and I was like, how long am I going to try this shit for? And it's just kind of got old, you know? So then 2017 was the year you had a good year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a pretty good year. I had uh, multiple top eight finishes and, uh, I was on golf channel like three or four times. Yeah, man, this is when you're supposed to know, brag, dude. brag about that shit. Dude, honestly, like <laughs> 2017, like I, I had no expectations to be honest with you. Like my, my goal was just to, yeah. just to try and make TV events. Um, and for every single event that I went to, um, I, I, I think I made TV rounds. Um, and then, World Championships comes along, and I ended up hitting really good and qualified for the World Championships. Uh, made it to top 16 on Golf Channel. Ended up uh, going against uh, Joe Miller. He is probably the biggest human I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I'm, dude, I'm not kidding you. So we were on the range, and they put us right next to each other warming up. Like, like legit, right next to each other. And this dude's four feet away from me swinging the club at 145 miles an hour and making whoosh noises out of his mouth. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he's a ginormous dude. He's like 6'6", 290. And I'm, you know, 5'9", and I'm like 250 because I'm a little fat, chubby guy. But, I mean, this dude is <laughs> – like he, it, it was super, super intimidating. And, uh, like, like if I told you I was, I was shitting my pants, that would be an understatement. And uh, yeah. I ended up uh, hitting a really good ball, and he never chased it, you know. So I hit a four – I think I hit a 426 ball against him. Damn, dude. And um, that was, like, the first time that I've seen, like, my numbers actually, like, when I was – that I hit, like, good golf balls in the grid. Um, and at yeah. that point, I think I knew, like, okay, like, I can actually do this. How big's the grid? Like how how like how big is the so majority of the grids are are roughly fifty yards wide. Okay. Um, and then okay. there there are some like they have one in Atlantic City that we have this year. Hopefully, um, it, yeah. it, in June, yeah. uh, that's that's pretty narrow. It's like thirty eight yards wide. Oh. Um, yeah. and okay. there's always a lot of wind there, and it's and it's and it's kind of shitty weather. because uh, it's right by the ocean, so it's normally either rainy or windy or right. Um, but they did like a did like a thing where they said for an average person um or for for us swinging roughly how fast we do let's say 145 miles an hour for us hitting in a 50 yard wide grid it'd be for like an average person hitting into like a 7 to 10 yard wide grid somewhere around that area so Jeez. so yeah, like if okay. you can imagine that when you're swinging that fast and say my club face is open a half a degree well that's going to you know, beef. So much more amplified. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. you do anything faster. There's more error, you know, that's what, that's why I want to ask you about. Cause people, I think people, that's a misconception people have. Like when they see the world long drive competition and if, if you're just an average golfer and you flip that on, you're like, how can these guys not think, yeah. get the ball in the grid? It's just like, you know, if they make the tiniest bit if they're out of sync just a little bit, it's going to push the ball well, dude, way left or way like, right. Dude, people talk shit about it all the time, but but where people get their minds changed is that when they actually see it in person. Because when you yeah. when you see someone swinging that fast in person and seeing the ball go that far outside, it's it's completely different. 
I think people love it. I mean, I th- I was telling Mark this. I mean, I, I really think this is kind of the way the game is going, more of a entertainment factor in the golf game than – Well, dude, I mean, golf. think about it. Like, look at all the guys that are starting to hit the ball super far. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, no, exactly. that's why, like, I, I want to get Jeremy on here, my PT, and, like, I want to talk about the power of the golf swing, like, what we're doing and um, just how we're supporting the muscles that we use to create speed and everything like that. Because at the end of the day, if you can swing the club faster and hit the ball farther, it'll get you out of a lot of situations. But also, on the shitty end, it could get you – did you, yeah, did yeah. you hear that, Mark? I, I got a lot to Mark, say. I want, I, want, Nick, I want you to finish, but I got a lot to say for this. Yeah. So it it can kind of be a double-edged <laughs> sword, right? Because, like, when I go play golf and I'm on par five, depending wide and stuff like that, like, I'll hit a plane driver, a 44-and-a-half-inch driver, and I could hit it about 350, and if I catch it, probably 380. But, but at the end of the day, Jesus. if I miss <laughs> – I'm hitting 27 off the tee box. You know what I mean? So, so it's a fine line between being smart, being golf smart and just, you know, being, being a dumbass and swinging as hard as you can, because what I've been doing lately when I've been playing golf and I got out twice this year, actually, which is kind of cool. But, um, but, um, what I've been doing is I've been playing with a two iron. So I'll kind of keep the drive in the bag for majority of the par fives, unless it's like pretty wide open. Um, and yeah. I'm a lot more confident with the two iron cause it's obviously a higher loft and I can control it a little bit more because, um, when, when I play golf, I play with like a six degree driver, um, just because everything else that I hit seven, eight, nine degrees is just a little bit too high and spins too much and balloons a little bit. What do you, what, um, what are you two I would say anywhere from 280 to 310. Fuck! <laughs> I actually, dude. <laughs> what what what's your what's your two what's your two thirty to two fifty club? A six. For Mark, he needs to know. Six iron. Six six. <laughs> oh, so so funny. Yeah. We, we got a lot of work to do on my dude. My let's do it, man. I'm down to hell. <laughs> so funny thing is, is that we were we were doing some speed um, work in the at my coach's place in Highland Park and. I started jumping on my two iron a little bit. And I got up to 132 club head speed. And uh, that was – and it's and it's funny, Jesus. too, because the stuff that we've been working on with just how we deliver the golf club and, and make sure that the golf club's on plane, I didn't feel like I was trying to swing it any harder than I used to, right? But because I'm delivering it the way yeah. I am now, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot quicker. Now, when I say quicker – you don't Correct. have so unnecessary movements. People get those right? two words kind yeah. of misconstrued is that when you swing a golf club harder, that's actually the wrong word. Like you actually want to swing it quicker, right? Because if you muscle up and try and swing it harder, you're actually going to be slower because the muscles aren't as pliable and you're not creating the angles that you need to. But yeah, I mean, dude, there's a, there's yeah, a makes ton sense. of ton of shit that goes into you know swinging the golf club faster and 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 that's why this year like i have a really good team behind me which is nice because i have an actual guy who's basically a doctor and he specializes in golf and um then i have a swing coach who isn't a speed guy like like chris chris oler king from the golf practice doesn't doesn't teach speed like that's not his forte 
but because I already know how to create speed, basically he's just kind of fine-tuning things to have me put the clubs in different positions, and it's creating more speed because of that reason. So huh. okay. pretty cool, man. So how are you, how are you feeling going into Honestly, this dude, season? this is the first time I've been healthy since uh, end of 2017. Yeah, I remember you saying that. You had dude, yeah. I mean, I, some injuries. Dude, it was such a pain your, in the ass. Hand, and, right? and it was such a lingering issue. Um, basically, all of 2018, I competed on a broken hand. Um, I, uh, yeah, that's insane. Dude, I talked to my surgeon about it, too. Um, and he's like, dude, this thing must, must have been broken for months and months because there was so much, like, scar tissue and, and just, like, bruising and, and, and just like a bunch of stuff that was old in my hand. Yeah. And um, I, I think I did it over like right in the beginning of 2018, like January, February, because I was, I was hitting one day and I like tweaked my hand and I was like, Oh, I just, you know, I just tweaked my hand. And then it, it went away for a little bit and then it came back and just kept and kept getting like literally every time I would hit would get like worse and worse and worse. And by the end of 2018, in, in August, the event right before the World Championships, I couldn't even hold on the golf club. And um, I, I actually still managed to finish, I think, in two TV, like two top eight events. I got semifinals in one and then uh, top eight in the other one on Golf Channel. And uh, but like but like you can see, like on, on, on TV and stuff, I just didn't look like it just didn't look right. Like I was spraying the shit out of the golf ball and. It just my my hand was in so much pain, dude, and there was nothing I can do with it. Like, there's nothing you can do to a hand injury when you're swinging a golf club. Yeah, and I'm sure you're doing other things to screw up your swing exactly. by overcompensating. Exactly. To so that not hurt. That was a big issue, right? So, like all the stuff that I was hitting in 2018, like shaft stuff and and like shaft weights and flexes and everything was catered to because my hand was broke and I thought that I needed to switch everything up because how I was hitting the golf ball. But then come 2019 when I got, so I got surgery in September of 2018, um, ended up not just doing like rehab stuff and basically not doing anything until about December. Um, that that's when I started to pick up a club again and start swinging from January until March, I was the fastest I've ever been in my life. Like by far the fastest I've ever been in my life. And I think it's because I took a little time off and kind of let my body recuperate and stuff. But I go to my first event in Phoenix in 2019. I hit three golf balls on the range and I tweaked my hand again. And I, and, and I literally had to pull out of the event. You know what I mean? I spent all the money to go down there. I had three golf balls. I was so upset, dude. So upset, like I was calling my wife crying, and I'm like, "This is unbelievable!" Like yada yada yada, and like the guy from Callaway was there, and I was just like so embarrassed. I'm like, "Dude, like I'm so sorry." Like you know what I mean? And I just felt horrible. But I go back to my surgeon. We take CAT scans, MRI, and he basically told me I just blew through scar tissue, um, and I just had like some bone bruise and stuff like that in that area. So fast forward wow. a little bit. Basically, what I did is. Um, I taped my hand up all the time and uh, I ended up just doing charity events until my hand got better to where I can compete a hundred percent. Um, and it ended up not really getting that much better. It was still super sore. It was still painful to hit. Um, so I ended up going to my first event in July in Rochester. Um, that was on golf channel and it, and I ended up finishing third and, uh, 
it was it was it was crazy because I I didn't pick up a long drive club from till from March till July. I, I basically swung a forty four inch driver at all my charity events and was swinging as easy I as easy as I could to kind of tolerate the pain and you know swelling and inflammation and stuff. And that's kind of what I did for the next couple months. We went to Rochester, ended up finishing third, and um, they 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 kind of had a lot you know betting on me because they're like oh like he's back they did a story on golf channel with me like he had a hand injury and they said like don't call it a comeback and all this stuff and then i go to the world championships and i hit the ball like shit (laughs) so (laughs) so it was you know i mean (laughs) dude it's long drive i mean it's like any other sport man you're gonna have your bad days you're gonna have your good days and and that's just how it goes you know you get back to um I'm six five, two forty. Bro, if I had uh, bro, oh, on a good bro, day, two 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 forty, two good day, two forty. I'm I I weigh the same as you. I'm five nine. are you six five? He's not two forty. Yeah, I am. Dude, if I was six five, everyone would be fucked. <laughs> I, I would literally be swinging seven hundred miles an hour. Yeah, that that's where I fall down, and I don't yeah. I don't advance the ball. You know why? On a on a drive like uh, like I dude, should I can be. guarantee you it's because of mobility. Your 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 oh. mobility is probably shit. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's it why. <laughs> that's that's literally why. I mean, obviously, probably because from swing stuff, but mobility is the most important thing in golf swing by far. By far. Yeah, I, I'm not nimble. I'm not any of that. I I would imagine you 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 probably can't touch your toes. I could touch my toes. You can. Sure. I wonder how good your upper back rotation and stuff is. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. I'm a huge fan of long drive, but it's just like, how did you decide, like, oh shit, I can't hit the ball far. I should, I should try this. Like, how did that? How honestly, did that come honestly, about? like it was. I didn't. So with me, like I still have a tough time believing in myself for some reason i don't know if it if it has to do with um like getting out of baseball and 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 just having a rough kind of ending with baseball but like to me like the real only time that i thought that i could hit the ball far is when i in 2017 when i beat joe miller and then i beat will and then i ended up finishing third at the world championships that was kind of the first time that i've seen like oh like i can actually do this or that i can actually hit the golf ball that far because I don't know what it is, but 2016, I was like, I'm going to try it, you know, and I watch up, you know, watch on YouTube of these guys hitting at 400 yards plus, And I'm like, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do this. And, um, you know, I mean, my swing was shit, dude. I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to have to show you guys some of these videos that I have. When I first started, I had a ponytail. I was like two, I was like 270 pounds. I was fat and I swung it just like a baseball, but I was fast. You know, and um, honestly, I think the biggest thing that helped me was starting to actually play golf. I think I think that just being around the golf course, golfing, using other clubs besides the driver helped me develop a better swing to be able to hit the golf ball farther. With long drive. We're not we're not gonna make millions of dollars, right? It's like at the end of the day, it's not the PJ tour. 
but it's something that if that if you do well in, it can change your life. Like not only the money aspect of it, but just the relationships. Like you know, being able to to play in 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 PJ Tour programs and just basically just build a brand and and, and build yourself to become something, right? Because like. Because Kyle Berkshire, everyone knows Kyle Berkshire. He's yeah, long hair sure. and rocks when he hits a golf ball. <laughs> um, I mean, that me and him started basically at the same time, and I was faster than him in 2017. And he basically put his head down and did nothing. Granted, not not taking anything away from Kyle. Kyle Kyle's a good buddy of mine, and, and we talk all the time. But Kyle's 22 years old. He doesn't have a family. He doesn't have responsibilities, and um when you're able to practice your craft every single day, however long you want, it becomes a lot easier to be more successful at it. Sure. You know, so that's, so that's basically what Kyle did. And, um, now he's, he's one of the fastest guys in the world, you know, and it showed he finished in, I think every single top eight event this or last year, I think he won like $250,000, he signed a two-year deal with Callaway that's, you know, worth I don't know how much. Um, but, I mean, it, that's the type of stuff that will change your life, mm-hmm. you know. And um, that's just kind of yeah. what I've been working at, man, is just kind of putting my head down and, 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 and not paying attention to all the bullshit and just kind of going out and letting my, you know, competition speak for itself. Because I'm 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 big I'm I'm big on not really talking shit about anyone, and I just I just go there and do what I got to do and go home. Like yes, I have friends that compete in long drive. One of my good buddies, Stephen Coyce, lives in in uh, Wheaton. He's uh, 13th in the world, and uh, like I have a lot of good relationships that I built long drive. But at the end of the day, we're there to do one thing, and that is to hit the ball farther than each other. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen! I just famous, black accents, famous, what you see? Panda! Panda swole, panic, salad bar, candy, man, I'm the macho like Randy. Nice. That was, that, was, that was the best work you've done. And I'm, out. and I'm out. I'm out. To date.